to the Apocalypse Podcast. I'm Steve. He is. Oh, Reverend Van Beek. Hmm. Any particular reason? Well, wasn't I Reverend, what was I last week? I think you were Pastor Larry or Pastor Van Beek, actually. Pastor Van Beek last week. Yeah. So I'm bumping it up a level to Reverend Van Beek because of the, um, because of just how grumpy James is in this, <laughs> in this passage. It's, <laughs> Pastor sounds just too light for the, yeah. for the level of grumpiness. Yeah. This is, this is like mainline Protestant grumpy. <laughs> yeah. Can, can you say that a uh, author of the, of the, of the scripture is, is grumpy? Oh, I, I don't you think Paul was kind of particularly ticked off with some people? Oh, true. That is true. That is yeah. true. He was, um, yeah, far farther than just a little bit. You <laughs> yeah. Know? yeah, 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 yeah. He's, um, I call. What's that word? Caught, caught, caught. old man. Cautery old man. Kaji, Kaji. I believe it is. Is it Kaji? Yeah. Yeah. Grumpy old man works. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. Grumpy old man. Yeah. 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 He's the Walter Matthau of uh, the New Testament. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> um, I can't remember who the other guy was in that movie. It was Walter uh, Matthau and, and Don? Was it Don Lemon? Oh, was it Jack Lemon? Was the other Jack one? Lemon? Jack Lemon, you're right. Maybe, Jack Lemon. Maybe it was oh, Jack Lemon. Yeah. Come, if, if you'd like more 80s trivia, Larry and I will do a separate podcast. <laughs> um, my friend, we are talking about James 4 tonight. We are. And, and James uh, very much um, is just, just getting after his congregation here, hmm. um, you know, telling them how they should be. Yeah. And it, 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 it will uh, it will make us feel bad before we're done, Stephen. <laughs> I believe almost every bit of scripture has made us feel bad when we've read it. <laughs> but I digress. Uh, anyway, folks, for those of you who are playing the at-home edition of the Apocalypse Podcast, please open your Bibles or Bible apps to James chapter 4. In whatever translation you want to read it in. James 4, verse 1. What causes fights and quarrels among you? Do they not come from your desires that battle within you? You desire, but do not have, so you kill. You covet, but you cannot get what you want, so you quarrel and fight. You do not have because you do not ask God. And when you ask, you do not receive because you ask with wrong motives, that you may spend what you get on your pleasures. Oh, yes, I, my I don't think we word. Need to, <laughs> <laughs> we do not need to be told this, do we, Stephen? No. Yeah, and yet we don't listen to it whatsoever. <laughs> oh no, no, no! We we turn away from this, you know, and and forget all about it right away. <clears throat> but he does say it to him. He does say, you know, you're fighting um, because you have these desires within. So you obviously you don't care about the kingdom of God. You're you're only thinking about yourself, right? And you desire stuff that you don't have. And I don't know why he says so. You kill. I don't think these Christians were killing people. He is talking to Christians, by the way. He's yeah. not talking to the world. He's talking to Christians saying, you know, you're, you're fighting with these desires and you want things that you shouldn't have, so you kill. Um, okay. It may not be, may not be literal, yeah. the killing, you know. Um, you covet, but you can't get what you want, so you're fighting with each other because yeah. you want things. 
Very much, uh, we're that way at work, aren't we, Steve? Like, <laughs> there's things we want. <laughs> Just to have people to stop talking to me for crying. <laughs> oh, sorry. I know. I know. <laughs> if they would only realize what a what a wonderful servant of God I am, <laughs> maybe they'd leave me alone a little bit. And you don't ask God. Yeah. Which is interesting. You you want this stuff, but you don't ask God. But I think if they were asking God for the stuff, then He finishes off by saying, "But even when you do." Your motives are all wrong. Yeah. Well, thanks, James. <laughs> this is the message I wanted to hear on a Sunday morning. That's right. You're not wrong, yeah. but do you have to be so blunt? <laughs> yeah, and you want it for your own pleasure. So, yeah. so when we ask God for more money, it, it, it is for ourselves that we ask for it. We're not asking it so we can give it to other other people, or you know, no. we're not helping the world with this extra no, money. No, we're not. Maybe a bit of it. We'll give a bit. We'll give a bit. Back. Yeah. Oh, 10%. like we're being somehow gracious in that too, right? We, we, would do, we would do that much too, you know. Yeah, and then he keeps going after them here in in verse four. So verse four, you adulterous people, do you not know that friendship with the world means indemnity against God? Therefore, anyone who chooses to be a friend of the world becomes an enemy of God. Or do you think that Scripture says without reason? that he jealously longs for the spirit that he has caused to dwell in us without reason. I think I said it without reason, not with reason, without reason. But he gives us more grace. That is why the scripture says God opposes the proud, but he shows favor to the humble. So he says, if, if we're, if you're going to be a friend of the world and you're going to be an enemy of God, he doesn't, he doesn't say don't love them. Hmm. The people of the world don't, don't, you know, try to bring them into Christ and all that stuff. He says, don't go their way with the things, which the church does. You know, you give every every five to ten years, the world, the church is doing exactly what the world did yep. five to ten years before. <laughs> Even with the music, when the pastors say, I need music that the young people love, and they're, they're playing stuff from the 80s. <laughs> they have no idea. <laughs> no idea at all. We've caught up. We're within at least four generations. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And he says, he says, God jealously longs for us. Mm. And... He opposes the proud and, and um, shows favor on the humble. So so be humble. Yeah. So that doesn't mean that you can't think that what you, that your gifts are great. Right. But you just realize that your gifts are from God. Yeah. Yeah. It, it, it's um. Boy, that seems like that's a that's something that doesn't get often talked about in. I mean, maybe this is more of an American Christianity type thing, right? Because I think what's celebrated often is the bold not the humble. Which is more American, isn't it? Yeah. I mean, that's not to pick on our brothers, but I think the difference between someone like a Tim Keller and some of the other, you know, like a Kenneth Copeland or, you know, like those that get, it's kind of weird that who gets elevated. So. I saw, I saw, I was watching Graham Norton, the clips, you know, yeah. and, and they had um, Keanu Reeves in his very first commercial. He did a Coke commercial and he's in a bike race in a Coke commercial. <laughs> And at the end, he drinks a Coke, and Graham Norton says, was that a Canadian commercial? He said, yeah, it was a Canadian commercial. He says, I can tell, because you actually came in third <laughs> in the race. If it was an American commercial, you would have won, won the race. <laughs> so perfect. So so we, we are very proud of our humility in this country. Yeah, so Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> 
Uh, fall, sometimes false humility because you give us a hockey stick and a puck and wow, all things go crazy. Oh, oh yeah, Will, Will, Will Jersey, an American. If you ever <laughs> yeah, that's right. That's right. Uh, verse 7. Submit yourselves then to God. Resist the devil and he will flee from you. Come near to God and he will come near to you. Wash your hands, you sinners, and purify your hearts, you double-minded. Grieve, mourn, and wail. Change your laughter to mourning and your joy to gloom. Humble yourselves before the Lord, and he will lift you up. Yeah, so there's something going on in his church where, where people are are being just too boastful for this um, for this pastor. I do love verse number seven. Submit yourselves to God, resist the devil, and he will flee. Mm. So if we stand against the devil, he will flee. Now, one thing you want to always put in there is the, this scripture says resist the devil, and he will flee. But it also says flee temptation. Mm-hmm. So scripture doesn't say try to resist temptation because you will lose. <laughs> he says, he says, you know, when you're tempted, get out of the room, get, get out of the, out of the place where you are, where the temptation is. That's right. It's too perilous. But, but Satan, it's too perilous. Yeah, too perilous. <laughs> well, it really is, isn't it? Yeah. Um, <clears throat> but, um, but Satan, you could resist and, and then he'll run away from you. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. There's a little story about Martin Luther when he was sleeping one time and Satan came into the room. I don't know. And and he went, "Oh, it's just you." And went back to sleep. So, I don't I don't know I don't know if it's uh if there's any truth in that story <laughs> either in the telling of it or in the happening of it. Yeah. But um but it was a good story. Yeah. So, and he says he says resist the devil but 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 start to draw near to God and God'll draw near to you. Mm-hmm. I like that, eh? Yeah. Anytime you're ready, draw near to God and he's going to draw near to you. Yeah. Wash your hands. That's a very Jewish thing, mm-hmm. isn't it? Mm-hmm. They had washing ceremonies for everything. And now with COVID, it, it kind of fits. <laughs> there. Sorry. There. We've, we've rediscovered this, this practice. This, this washing of the hands thing that we wondered why people did it. Purify your hearts. Double-minded is, is, um, is, you know, you're just not you're just not making up your mind and going toward God. Mm-hmm. You're kind of half in the world and half with God. That's what he's saying. Right. And and, and he says you can't do that, Stephen. But <laughs> 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 that's that's why I'm here for you. <laughs> and and you're not wrong to call me out either, by the way. <laughs> oh no 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 no. That's the pot in the kettle um, kind of thing. Isn't it? That's right. That's right. Though, though with all the eating I've been doing, I'm the pot for sure. <laughs> um, then he says, grieve and mourn and, and change your laughter into gloom. So he's, he's kind of talking to his church about you're just being flippant about these things mm, in the world. Mm, mm. You, you, just, you just should not be flippant about these things. Yeah. And then humble, humble yourself and he will lift you up. Isn't that a song? Humble yourselves before the Lord and he will lift you up. Yes. Yeah. Humble yourselves in the sight of the Lord. Yes, I was trying to think. What, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so oh, that's another lovely '80s, '70s, '80s chorus that we know. Oh, we 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 had some of the big choruses in the '80s. Yeah. All right, verse eleven, brothers and sisters, do not slander one another. Anyone who speaks against a brother or sister or judges them speaks against the law and the judges, and judges it. When you judge the law, you are not keeping it, but you are sitting in judgment on it. There is only one lawgiver and judge who is able to save and destroy. But you, who are you to judge your neighbor? A funny thing, isn't it? Yeah. Because in some ways we are to judge each other. 
but now he's saying, you know, he's saying, don't judge, don't. But slander is more of a false judgment, mm-hmm. you know. But if you're judging correctly, then he says, like, don't don't talk to others. You know, go to them themselves. Yeah, which, yeah. You know, unless you're in your office and you're fussing. That's <laughs> and you work office. at a Christian university. <laughs> that's right. Office, office what should be allowed. <laughs> that's right. That's right. But only at a Christian yeah. university. Um. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> and he says there's only one lawgiver, and that's, of course, God. Yeah. So so we should we should not judge our neighbors. And yet we should. Like, we, we should say... You know, my fellow Christian, you're doing this improperly. I'm coming to you, you know, and making you completely mad at me by <laughs> by talking to you about this. But that's and then Paul lays out that's the proper way to do yeah. it, right? But Go it, to the person. Yeah, yeah. But don't you think the other great thing here is it's not saying run out into the world and start judging all the people that you see who do not know Christ. Hmm. Yeah, that would make sense too, wouldn't it? <laughs> yeah. To them, we just say, "Come, come to know Jesus," yeah. and then we will hammer you. With <laughs> <it>. <laughs> and then you'll want no, uh, no, yeah. you won't wonder because once you know Jesus, you won't want to go back. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> okay, it's actually something I do say to people often. Is I say, you know, if you if you come to Jesus and then let let Him talk to you about these things in your life. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's almost like we have a little checklist, right? Of like, they need to do all these things and then they can come to Jesus. I'm like, why do we want them to act holy before they even know Jesus? Well, that's true, eh? That is completely true. Um, let them come first and then and then they can learn these things along the way. Yeah, like Christ. Like we all did. Yeah, like Christ changed like we them. All did. Yeah. yeah. Okay, verse 13. Now listen, you who say tomorrow, today or tomorrow, we will go to this or that city, s- spend a year there, carry on business and make money. While you don't even know what will happen tomorrow, what is your life? You're in the midst, you are a mist that appears for a little while and then vanishes. Instead, you ought to say, if it is the Lord's will, we will live and do this or that. As it is, you boast in your arrogant schemes, and all such boasting is evil. If anyone then knows what the good they ought to do and doesn't do it, it is a sin for them. Yeah, and that's something you say to the church. Mm Mm-hmm. You say to the church, if if you know what you should do and you don't do it, that's sinful. You don't say that to the world. No. Um, to the world, you say, here's Jesus. Everything you're doing is sinful. <laughs> <laughs> Here, here's Jesus. You need to you need to come unto him. But to Christians, you say, you know, when when God's telling you what the right thing to do is, you need to do that right thing. Yeah. Yeah. And he says, don't 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 plan out your. This is a weird. Like it's okay to plan out your life. I think, you know, like there's people that that live their lives very planned, not not us. <laughs> no, we just flippantly fall from one thing to the next, and, you know, and ask God to make it all turn out okay. Like a rag doll falling down a hill. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, but with purpose. It's a yeah. purpose falling of the rag doll. Yeah, but but you know, there are people that live their lives and and plan their whole lives. But he's not saying don't do that. He's saying. Don't don't forget to include God in your plans. Yeah. So you're not saying, you know, these are my plans. God bless these plans. Hmm. You're saying, God, are these plans appropriate? Yeah. And and we all, by the way, this is a very English thing um, to say, if it's the Lord's will, we'll do that. And I, I tended to, it, it's become a little bit of a part of my conversation. Hmm. You know, are we going to do that? Yeah, God willing, God yeah. willing. And they, they would say DV, wouldn't they? DV. 
mm. which is um, I don't know, stands for God willing. <laughs> it's, it's Latin, and I, do, I can't remember what the V is, but it's it's Deus um, or Deus Vitae or something. I'll, I'll throw I'll throw out Vitae. Yeah. Since I have no idea. Yeah, don't fact check us. We don't we don't care. Actually. No, not on this one. Not on this yeah. So so but the the whole idea, of course, if it's God wills, we're gonna do this thing. Yeah. Right? We're not gonna be scheming and evil in our schemes. We can still live the type of personality and people we are, but we're including God in our decisions. Yeah. 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 I think of I think of my dear wife has a friend back in Minnesota who recently found out they they have terminal cancer and you think you know th there's hopes and dreams there but god has another that are plan. gone right yeah god has another plan so yeah yeah and 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 that is how we live our lives yeah or you think about king charles you know you wait that whole time to become king and you get you get whatever kind of cancer he has right away yeah 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 so uh, my friend, thank you so much for that. Folks, we hope that this has blessed you. Like Larry says all the time about James, look, James is pretty upfront. He's pretty straight. Um, but he is just making this appeal. You know, this is what you believe. Why don't you do this? Dio Valente. Dio Valente. Yep. I believe I owned one of those. <laughs> that sounds like a card, doesn't it? it does, does. This is my Dio Valente. <laughs> Do you see the rich Corinthian leather seats it has? <laughs> Sorry. Look at us snatch that out of the jaws of seriousness right away. <laughs> you, were, you were saying really important things before I, yeah. before I looked up anyway, Dio Valente. Yeah. Um, but anyway, in, in all seriousness, thank you so much for joining us on this. I hope this has been enriching to you. I hope it's been sobering in some way too. Not that we want to make you feel guilty, but just that, you know, you've, you've heard something from the Lord here. Uh, as always, we'll be back in a week's time with another chapter of James. We're inching our way towards the end and, uh, we'll look forward to seeing and hearing from you then. Until then, I was Steve, he was Larry, and this was the Apocalypse.